कहानी कैफे कहानी कैफे कहानी वाला रजत के साथ वेलकम टू कहानी कैफे द लास्ट एपिसोड ऑफ कहानी कैफे वॉज कॉल्ड टू डेयर दिस टाइम द स्टोरी इज कॉल्ड टू बैड रिटन बाय आइजैक आसिमोव Isaac Asimov was born on January 2, 1920 in Russia. He moved from Russia to Brooklyn with his parents at the age of 3. Asimov's father made his living through candy stores in Brooklyn. Asimov was exposed to a lot of science fiction as a young boy and he started his writing career by penning fan letters and critiques to the pulp magazines of 1930s. Asimov's short story Too Bad is not just a modern science fiction story with machines and robots. It shows that science is compatible with humanity. When Mike, a robot, gives up his life to save his creators. Here's the story. Too Bad. The three laws of robotics. A robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm a robot must obey the orders given it by human beings except where that would conflict with the first law a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law gregory anfield was not actually dying but certainly there was a sharp limit to how long he might live he had inoperable cancer and he had refused strenuously all suggestions of chemical treatment or radiation therapy he smiled at his wife as he lay propped up against the pillows and said i am the perfect case tarsia and mike will handle it tarsia did not smile she looked dreadfully concerned there are so many things that can be done gregory surely mike is a last resort you may not need it <laughs> no no By the time they are done drenching me with chemicals and drowsing me with the radiation I would be so far gone that it wouldn't be a reasonable test and please don't call Mike it This is the 22nd century Greg there are so many ways of handling cancer yes but Mike is one of them and I think the best This is the 22nd century and we know what robots can do certainly I know I had more to do with Mike than anyone else. You know that. But you can't want to use him just out of pride of design. Besides, how certain are you of miniaturization? That's an even newer technique than robotics. Anfield nodded. Granted, Tarsia, but the miniaturization boys seem confident. They can reduce or restore planks constant in what they say is a reasonable foolproof manner. and the controls that make that possible are built into mike he can make himself smaller or larger at all at will without affecting his surroundings reasonable proof said tarsia with soft bitterness that's all anyone can ask for surely think of it tarsia i am privileged to be a part of this experiment i'll go down in history as the principal designer of mike but that will be secondary my greatest feat will be that of having been successfully treated by a mini robot by my own choice by my own initiative you know it's dangerous there is danger to everything chemicals and radiations have their side effects they can slow without stopping they can allow me to live a wearing sort of half life and doing nothing will certainly kill me 
If Mike does his job properly, I shall be completely healthy and if it recurs, Anfield smiled joyously and says, Mike can recur as well. He put out his hand to grasp hers, says, Tertia, we have known this was coming, you and I. Let's make something out of this, a glorious experiment. Even if it fails and it won't fail, still it will be a glorious experiment. Luis Sacando of the miniaturization group said, No, Mrs. Anfield, we can't guarantee success. Miniaturization is intimately involved with quantum mechanics and there is a strong element of the unpredictable there. As Mike 27, M-I-K 27, reduces his size, there is always the chance that a sudden unplanned re-expansion will take place, naturally killing the patient. The greater the reduction in size, the tinier the robot becomes, the greater the chances of re-expansion. And once he starts expanding again, the chance of a sudden accelerated burst is even higher. The re-expansion is really dangerous part. Tertia shook her head. Do you think it will happen? The chances are, it won't, Mrs. Anfield. But the chance is never zero. You must understand that. Does Dr. Anfield understand that? Certainly, we have discussed this in detail. He feels that circumstances warrant the risk. He hesitated and said, Well, so do we. I know that you'll see we are not all running the risk, but a few of us will be. And we nevertheless feel the experiment to be worthwhile. More important, Dr. Anfield does. What if, if Mike makes a mistake or reduces himself too far because of a glitch in the mechanism? Then re-expansion would be certain, wouldn't it? Well, uh, it never becomes quite certain. It remains statistical. The chances improve if he gets too small, but then the smaller he gets, the less massive he is. And at some critical point, mass will become so insignificant that the least effort on his part will send him flying off at nearly the speed of light. Well, won't that kill the doctor? No, by that time, Mike would be so small, he would slip between the atoms of doctor's body without affecting them. But how likely would it be that he would re-expand when he's that small? Well, ma'am, when MIK-27 approaches neutrino size, so to speak, he, his half-life would be in the neighborhood of seconds. That is, the chances are 50-50 that he would re-expand within seconds, but by the time he re-expanded, he would be a hundred thousand miles away in outer space and the explosion that resulted would merely produce a small burst of gamma rays for the astronomers to puzzle out. Still, none of that will happen. MIK-27 will have his instructions and he will reduce himself to no smaller than he will need to be to carry out his mission. Mrs. Anfield knew she would have to face the press one way or another. She had adamantly refused to appear on Holovision and the right to privacy provision of the World Charter protected her. On the other hand, she could not refuse to answer questions on a voiceover basis. The right to no provision would not allow a blanket blackout. She sat stiffly while the young woman facing her said, Aside from that, Mrs. Anfield, isn't it a rather weird coincidence that your husband, chief designer of Mike, the micro-robot, should also be its first patient? Mrs. Anfield wearily said, Not at all, Miss Roth. The doctor's condition is the result of a predisposition. There have been others in the family who have had it. He told me of it when he married, so I was in no way deceived in that matter. And it was for the reason that we have had no children. 
It is also for that reason that my husband chose his life work and labored so passionately to produce a robot capable of miniaturization. He always felt he would be its patient eventually. You can see that. Mrs. Anfield is insisted on interviewing Mike and under the circumstances that could not be denied. Ben Johnson, who had worked with her husband for 5 years, whom she knew well enough to be on the first name terms, brought her into the robot's quarters. Mrs. Anfield had seen Mike soon after his construction. When he was being put through his primary test and he remembered her, he said in his curiously neutral voice, too smoothly average to be quite human, "I am pleased to see you, Mrs. Anfield." He was not a well-shaped robot. He looked pin-headed and very bottom heavy. He was almost conical, point upward. Mrs. Anfield knew that was because the miniaturization mechanism was bulky and abdominal and because his brain had to be abdominal as well as in order to increase the speed of response a tall cranium. It made Mike seem ridiculous and almost moronic. There were psychological advantages of this shape, Mrs. Anfield thought uneasily. Then she said, "Are you sure you understand your task, Mike?" completely mrs anfield said mike i will see to it that every vestige of cancer is removed johnson said i'm sure if gregory explained it but mike can easily recognize a cancer cell when he is at his proper size the difference is unmistakable and he can quickly destroy the nucleus of any cell that is not normal i am laser equipped mrs anfield said mike with an odd air of unexpressed pride Yes but there are millions of cancer cells all over it would take how long to get them one by one well not quite necessarily one by one tertia said johnson even though the cancer is widespread it exists in clumps mike is equipped to burn off and close capillaries leading to the clump and a million cells could die at a stroke in that fashion he will only occasionally have to deal with the cells on an individual basis still how long would it take Jonathan's youngish face went into a grimace as though it were difficult to decide what to say. He said, "It could take hours, Tertia. If we are to do a thorough job, I admit that. And every moment of those hours will increase the chance of re-expansion," said Anfield. Then Mike said, "Mrs. Anfield, I will labor to prevent re-expansion." Mrs. Anfield turned to the robot and said earnestly, "Can you, Mike? I mean, is it possible for you to prevent it?" Not entirely Mrs Anfield by monitoring my size and making an effort to keep it constant I can minimize the random changes that might lead to a re-expansion naturally it is almost impossible to do this when I am actually re-expanding under controlled conditions yes i know my husband has told me that re-expansion is the most dangerous time but you will try mike please tell me you will try the laws of robotics ensure that i will Mrs Anfield said mike As they left, Jonathan said in what Mrs. Anfield understood to be an attempt to reassure us. Really, Tarsia, we have a so- holo sonogram and a detailed CAT scan of the area. Mike knows the precise location of every significant cancerous lesion. Most of his time will be spent searching for small lesions undetectable by instruments, but that can't be helped. We must get them all if we can. You see, and that takes time. Mike is strictly instructed however as to how small to get and he will get no smaller you can be sure a robot must obey orders and the re-expansion ben there tarsia we are in the lap of the quanta 
there is no way of predicting but there is a more than reasonable chance that he will get out without trouble naturally we will have him re-expand please tarshia even ordinary medical procedures have their risks trust me mrs anfield was in the observation room as the miniaturization of mike took place so were the holovision cameras and selected media representatives the importance of the medical experiment made it impossible to prevent that but mrs anfield was in a niche with only jonathan for company and it was understood that she was not to be approached for comment particularly if anything untoward a full and sudden re-expansion would blow up the entire operation room and kill every person in it it was not for nothing the observation room was underground and a half mile away from the viewing room it gave mrs anfield a somewhat grisly sense of assurance that the three miniaturists who were working on the procedure were condemned to death as firmly as her husband was in case of anything untoward or anything sudden happened surely she could rely on them protecting their own lives to the extreme they would not therefore be cavalier in the protection of her husband she watched the miniaturization procedure and saw mike grow smaller and disappear she watched the elaborate procedure that injected him into the proper place in her husband's body it had been explained to her that it would have been prohibitively expensive to inject human beings in a submarine device instead mike at least needed no life support system then matters shifted to the screen in which the appropriate section of the body was shown in holosomogram it was a three dimensional representation cloudy and unfocused made imprecise through a combination of finite size of the sound waves and the effect of brownian motion it showed mike dimly and noiselessly making his way through gregory anfield's tissues by the way of his blood stream it was almost impossible to tell what he was doing but johnson described the events to her in a low satisfied manner until she could listen to him no more and asked to be led away she had been mildly sedated and she had slept until evening when johnson came to see her she had not been long awake and it took her a moment to gather her faculties she said in sudden and overwhelming fear what has happened johnson said hastily success tarsia complete success your husband is cured we can't stop the cancer from recurring but for now he is cured she fell back in relief oh wonderful just the same something unexpected has happened and this will have to be explained to gregory we felt that it would be best if you did the explaining i then in a renewed excess of fear she said what has happened it was two days before she could see her husband for more than a moment or two he was sitting up in the bed looking a little pale but smiling at her a new lease of life tarsia he said puyantly indeed greg i was quite wrong the experiment succeeded and they tell me they can't find a trace of cancer in you well we can't be too confident about that there may be a cancerous cell here and there but perhaps my immune system will handle it especially with the proper medication and if ever builds up again <laughs> we might well take years we'll call on mike again at this point he frowned and said you know i i i haven't seen mike mrs anfield maintained a discreet silence she said they have been putting me off then she said you have been weak dear and sedated mike was poking through your tissues and doing a little necessary destructive work here and there even with a successful operation you need time for recovery right well i have recovered enough to see you surely i have recovered enough to see mike at least long enough to thank him well a robot doesn't need to receive thanks dear of course not but i need to give it do me a favor tarsia go out there and tell them i want mike right away 
Mrs. Anfield hesitated, then came to a decision. Waiting would make the task harder for everyone, she said carefully. Actually, dear, Mike is not available. Not available? Why not? He had to make a choice, dear. You see, he had cleaned up your tissues marvelously well. He had done a magnificent job. Everyone agrees, and then he had to undergo re-expansion. That was the risky part. Yes, but here I am. Why are you making a long story out of it? Well, Mike decided to minimize the risk. Naturally, then what did he do? Well, there he decided to make himself smaller. What? He couldn't. He was ordered not to. The second law, Greg. First law took precedence. He wanted to make certain your life would be saved. He was equipped to control his own size, so he made himself smaller as rapidly as he could. When he was far less massive than an electron, he used his laser beam, which was by then too tiny to hurt anything in your body, and the recoil sent him flying away at nearly the speed of light. He exploded in outer space. The gamma rays were detected. Mr. Anfield stared at her and said, "You can't mean it. Are you serious? Mike is dead." Well, that's what happened, dear. Mike could not refuse to take an action that might keep you from harm. But I did not want that. I wanted him to be safe for further work. He wouldn't have re-expanded uncontrollably. He would have gotten out safely. He couldn't be sure, dear. He couldn't risk your life, so he sacrificed his own. But my life was less important than his. Well, not to me, dear. Not to those who work with you. Not to anyone. Not even to Mike. She put her hand to him. Come, Greg. You are alive. You are well. That's all that counts. But he pushed her hand aside impatiently, and said, "That's not all that counts. You don't understand. Oh, too bad. It is too bad." And that was the story. Too bad. Surprisingly, Isaac Asimov, born in 1920, chemistry in 1939, biochemistry in 1949. B.Sc. Chemistry in 1939, Ph.D. in Biochemistry in 1948. He wrote a story way back in 80s. It is just like the Ant-Man of Marvel Universe. Strange, but writers surely are time travelers. I can say that. Thank you for listening to Kahani Cafe. I'm your storyteller, Kahani Wala Rajat. This podcast is brought to you by Macmillan Education. कहानी कैफे कहानी कैफे कहानी वाला रजत के साथ